welcome to KP and the T, where your girl, KP, aims to make you laugh, think, and most of all, get motivated to be the best version of yourself that you can be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of KP and the T. Hello, listeners. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. We are going to start our episode today talking about boundaries. I looked up the word boundary in order to start this podcast, and what I found was the definition of boundary is a divider, a separator, or a line that marks limits of an area. And I was thinking about that today as I sat down to um, prepare for this podcast. And what I've discovered was that when it comes to people, I think it's sort of a clear place where you begin and the other person ends. And it really does create emotional health to have boundaries. And sometimes those boundaries are emotional such as when people toy with our feelings, um, make us believe that they feel a certain way when they don't. Or those boundaries can be psychological, where they are manipulative and guilt is used. And of course, it's important to have physical boundaries as far as where and when you allow people into your physical space. Boundaries can be rigid, They can be loose or they can be somewhere in between. And we all have met people in all three of those categories. So people who have really rigid boundaries typically see things very much in black and white. Um, You may notice that you're afraid to act around them. You feel like you have to ask permission. And sometimes this can be with a boss or a superior at work or even sometimes somebody in our regular lives like a a spouse or partner um, or a friend who you always walk on eggshells around, somebody with very rigid boundaries is very easy to offend. Somebody conversely with very loose boundaries is is a, a difficult challenge. It's a different kind of challenge for me because I find these types of people personally extremely frustrating because I never know quite where they stand. Just when I think I have a handle on their their beliefs and their, their boundaries, I discover something incorrect or something inaccurate, and I sort of feel like they're inconsistent, and so as a result, I have a very hard time relating to people with very loose boundaries. And the in-between are the people who have very, very firm boundaries about things that they really, really care about, and looser boundaries about things that they don't. And I would call that having balanced boundaries. Having boundaries that are extremely rigid about everything can really limit your interaction with other people. Whereas having no boundaries obviously makes you a target for other problems. But having no boundaries at all, I think that indicates in people um, that they don't have a strong identity. And I started thinking that that's really a bigger issue is the idea that you don't know who you are. Because when you do know who you are, It is not difficult for you to know what things you will tolerate and what things will hurt you. So when people do not put boundaries in place and and not express their boundaries, it's very easy for me to believe that they also don't have quite a good enough handle on who they want to be. 
if you continuously ignore other people overstepping with you, if you continuously allow people to offend you and not say anything, people are never quite convinced that you're serious. So if you do have enough, if you do get fed up and you do try to enforce that boundary, they don't believe you because your inconsistency has led them to believe that you do not have those boundaries. You have to follow through on what you say. It is impossible to set boundaries without consequences. There have to be consequences when someone oversteps. If there are not consequences, then there is no reason for that person to change their behavior. And let me be clear when I say consequences. I don't personally think that that means a punishment, so to speak. Sometimes that consequence is simply voicing your frustration loudly to them. Sometimes it's removing yourself from them for an extended period of time, refusing to see them, trying not to interact with them, making sure that they are aware that they have crossed a boundary with you. And the consequence has to be negligible to them. They have to be able to feel it, to see it, to suspect that they have hurt you, that they have upset you, that they have overstepped. And if you don't put those boundaries and consequences in place, then the boundary must not exist. Givers need to set limits because takers rarely do. So when it comes to boundaries, What does that look like? What does that look like in your work life, in your home life, with your friends, with your partner, in your loving relationships? It's very simple to tell people to set boundaries. It's not so easy to know what those boundaries look like. But the the answer to that, in my opinion, is very simply that you have to be kind but consistent. It's just like raising children. If you continuously tell your children not to do something, but there is no punishment, no consequence, no negative reaction when they do, children will continue to do that thing. So you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent every time when it comes to a boundary that you care about. And that means with your time, meaning spending less time with somebody who has overstepped their boundaries, with your money, simply saying, listen, I told you I would give you $20. That is the amount I'm giving you. If you are not happy with it, if you continue to ask me for more, I will simply take this $20 and I'll be on my way. You can't cave when it comes to a boundary. If you do, the boundary means nothing. And sometimes we're able to instill those boundaries with our energy. I don't particularly like when I have to take away my time or my efforts from someone because they have overstepped my boundary. It doesn't make me feel good. It's difficult. But ultimately, what I have discovered that does work for me in a way that I am able to enforce and be consistent is my energy. I am a person who wears my energy very, very noticeably. So you know when I'm happy. You can hear it in my voice. You also will probably be able to tell when I am frustrated, when I am irritated, when I am annoyed. And that emotional energy, the caring about someone else in the way, in the energetic way that I normally do, such as like, how are you? How was your appointment yesterday? How did everything go? That interest, that energy level that I bring to people, that I try to bring to people I care about. I do a really good job of pulling back on that when I feel a boundary has been overstepped. Now, I will I may still ask you those questions, but you will be able to tell that my emotional energy is not as invested. 
And I don't mean to play games because make no mistake about it, I am very, very comfortable telling people when they've overstepped a boundary with me. But telling someone they overstepped is not the same as giving them a consequence. I hate to even say giving them a consequence. It sounds like we're dealing with children, but ultimately that's really what we're doing. We're giving someone the very clear message that they have overstepped with us. And if they badger you, if they continue to try to get you to change your mind or make you feel guilty for the way that you are setting this boundary or the way that you feel, you know, the obligation to be kind kind of disappears at that point for me. Because that is very, very dangerously close to someone who is abusive. When I have set a boundary and someone does not respect it, and they continue to either make fun of me or pressure me to change it, that is not someone who is respectful of you. And if you know who you really are, you know that you deserve that. Daring to set boundaries at all with people is really all about courage You're choosing to love yourself at the risk of disappointing someone. That's tough. That's really hard. It's also very brave. It takes courage. It's much easier to cave, to give in, to let the other person win. But sometimes it's a battle that you have to fight. A lack of boundaries also indicates a lack of respect for yourself. And a lack of enforcing those boundaries does the same thing. Somebody else refusing to honor your boundaries is also a lack of respect. And respect is really what boundaries come down to to begin with. If your boundary makes somebody else angry, that person is dangerously close to abuse. And I don't necessarily mean physical abuse. I'm not trying to be overdramatic. But there is abuse through manipulation And people are very, very good at that. And you have to recognize when someone is not respecting your boundary that they are manipulating you. They're trying to make you feel like you're crazy, that it wasn't that big of a deal, that you're making too much of it. That is manipulation. Now, of course, it's also important to step back if you do have a tendency to make mountains out of molehills and see, am I really, was I really offended or am I just being dramatic? And I encourage all of us to look inward. But I think that more often than not, more often than not, people just really try to push to the point where you feel that you have, you have, as they say, been extra. You've gone too far. It wasn't that big of a deal. But it is a big deal. And boundaries are a big deal. What you allow is what will continue. You get in this life exactly what you tolerate. And I'd like to just end this podcast by saying this. No is a complete sentence. It doesn't require explanation. It doesn't require justification. All it requires is respect. On that note, have a great day, listeners.